Ja on rekord kiri. Thank you, Tzidi. Why should I thank you? You've thrown a lot of assegais. <laughs> No, 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 no. You, you, you are being unfair because what accountability, CD? You arrested me. I came to court. That's accountability. I came to court. In, in any case, part of what we, we have to understand, you see the uh, capital, this money you need for development. So thank you so much for joining us. Your general sense, the first question I have, it's day two today. What is your general sense of what is happening here? As observers and outsiders, what we are met with is Pala Pala Farm. This we are met with a step aside, this and that. Are you concerned? Are you Okay, what is your point in terms of your assessment of whether or not ANC members are actually understanding where they stand as a party, where the country stands at the moment? Because some make an assessment that we are fast seeping into a crisis. What is your general sense? You know, my sense is this morning we, we've discussed uh, uh, women's empowerment, women's emancipation, the uh, Zondo Commission, its consequences, what should we do about that? Uh, the renewal of the of the ANC and issues of strategy and tactics when we go forward uh, in terms of the transformation and all that what, what challenges must we overcome and my sense in all of those discussions is that the, the delegates are tricking each one of those in a very serious way with very serious focus and I'm pleased to say that my sense also is that there's a very good understanding of the current reality. So as you design this policy, you are responding to a, a very good understanding of what is our actuality, what's the actual situation that we're dealing in. Therefore, therefore, a better definition of the challenges that we've got to meet. Not, not, not dreams and wishes and all that. Mm, mm. This current reality, my, my sense, is that a lot of the delegates, as they engage these issues, they are very conscious of the reality that we have to deal with. And, uh, and, and that was taking the matter very seriously and in a concrete objective and objective way. And secondly, the, uh, everybody wants to speak. So this is very good because uh, it gives you, everybody wants a sense of ownership. So that when we come out of this conference with all decisions, then the delegates will say, it's my responsibility to make sure that we are good practice it work. You mentioned the Zondo Commission, and I want to go back to that report. You know, we as a nation are outraged about what, what's contained in the report. But here at NASREC, we went to a briefing where we heard out of over 200 leaders were implicated, only one felt to take, him, take it upon himself to go to the Integrity Commission to explain himself. What does that say about an ANC? And what does, also, what does it also say about the role of that integrity commission? You know, um, the commission, unlike the disciplinary committee, is not empowered by the ANC constitution to make sure that it takes actual sanctions that can be seen through, that, are held, that can be held to the parties by the constitution. Um, what is your sense, again, of those leaders? What do you then say to a nation outraged by corruption when those who are implicated 
only one feels obliged to go and say, look, here's my side of the story. No, it be, uh, be. What happened to be is that uh, the matter was committed quite correctly. But uh, let's appoint the task to go through all of the 5,000 plus pages uh, of that commission uh, and identify what the commission says about what needs to be done. So that we ourselves as the agency can then respond systematically to all of this. That's the matter was set up and led uh, said by former Minister Jefferson and just recorded here where, where they are with regard to that planning. And therefore, the existing response must, must be ready by the end of August. The consequence, one of the consequences of that is therefore that uh, if I'm implicated there, my immediate response is to say, okay, I'm going to follow the leadership of my organization with that. So indeed, I can only know that if I get to my firm, it's when I leave in the case of Sabonday, it's supposed to be an integrity commission or whatever. So that, that is why you, 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 I doubt you know that individual action from this ASC member. They will act in terms of the outcome of this organized process. But what does that say, though, when members of leaders of society wait for an organized process in order to try and explain themselves and their actions? What does that say to us, though, about a moral campus of individual members of the ANC? You, you maintain that you're leaders of society, right? The expectation, then, is that you must act in a particular manner. And if you're implicated as an individual, your moral campus, for me, has to tell you, I need to do what needs to be done with regards to this, as opposed to waiting for an organization to give me a line of march. In essence, that's kind of why the ANC is in trouble. You know, um, Chief Justice Zondo speaks about the difficulty for members in parliament just to serve a party line versus their own oath to, to the country and the constitution. There's a middle ground there that I struggle with. And even in your explanation now, when you speak about waiting for an organization, I sit there and think, but what about these people who are meant to be leaders of society who are meant to uphold particular values in society and of this organization that's trying to convince the rest of us that it's still fit for purpose going forward. No, I'd like to to convince us to be with that to that. You see, you are, you are, you are, it's quite unlikely that you get an ANC member to act outside of the purpose of the ANC. When the ANC is discussed, we, we have to look at every one of the recommendations made by that one. And all members of the agency, including the individual, have to respond that to act in a manner that is consistent with what is being said. We have to look at everything in detail, everything, and we'll come back and deal with everything. I'm, I'm, I'm still much convinced that the honest ANC members will say, Therefore, I will act according to what the ANC says. Not because they are trying to do this, they are running away from any responsibility, but they are just acting as different members of the ANC. It's about what will happen. It's not to say, therefore, they are insensitive to whatever obligations that they have as leaders and all of that. I'm, I'm absolutely certain that all of them, anyone who is implicated in this thing, will then act as would be suggested. If you go on to go to the commission, you have to, or you are expelled from the ANC, you are expelled. That's what happens. 
and I'm really, I'm, I'm quite certain members of the ANC would want to act in a disciplined manner in terms of what the ANC is designing. I know I don't have time, but I have to ask you this last question. The debate around energy, the issue of private partnerships. I heard the NC president again calling on the private sector to come to the party. Some NC members saying this is not the direction that we need to go to as a part, as, a, as an organization. Just where you stand, considering what you've dealt with when you were in leadership, considering what you are watching, again, going back to the frustrations that South Africans feel every day around this particular issue. This is my parting shot. I know I've run out of time. No, it's old policy of the ANC. It's old policy of the ANC that uh, the private sector must, must join this in terms of our power generation. It's nothing new. And that policy has never changed. So, President Ramaphosa is correct when he calls for this greater involvement in generation by the private sector. And, and I think that's correct. Uh, in any case, part of what we, we have to understand is see the. Uh, Capital, this money you need for development mm. in this country, is essentially in private hands. You want to open factories, you want to do this and that and that, you've got to access the capital that is in private hands. When you want to build new power generation, it's correct and logical that you must access the private sector to say, please come in, we've got our limited pool of money at the state, yes. but you've got also large sums of money. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I've got lots of things to think, but I think Pule won't let me. Thank you so much. That's former president, former NC president, former head of state, Tabon Beki, speaking to Eyewitness News at the sidelines of the NASREC, at NASREC rather, at the NC 6th Policy Conference for Eyewitness News. My name is Sidi Madia.